salutations, world. This is Cream City Culture, the podcast, where we explore the people that are the foundation of the Cream City. This podcast series is homegrown and the viewpoints uniquely Milwaukee. Each episode will feature a change maker from our backyard that will give you the history and the future of our city. I'm your host, Ebony Siley. I'm a nationally known creative, but I'm your Brew City bestie. So excited for this next episode of Cream City Culture. I'm Ebony Sally, creative, curator of culture. And again, Cream City Culture is our place for real conversations, for real culture. This is built brick by brick, Cream City brick, that is. It's what's now and what's next with exclusives from the Cream City. It's Bronzeville Week in Milwaukee. And I have the pleasure of connecting you to people and places within the Bronzeville Entertainment District. The celebration was actually recently made an official event by the city of Milwaukee. I'm so excited to be chatting today with another one of Bronzeville's legends of King Drive. So I'm here today with Deshay. Welcome, Deshay. Good morning. Good morning to you. Why don't you give us a quick introduction of who you are so we can uh, jump right in? Absolutely. Glad to. Thank you for having me on today. I am a resident born and raised right here in Milwaukee. Uh, still in Milwaukee, family in Milwaukee, decided not to leave because I saw so many people leaving from our city and just thought it was important for me to kind of stay here and help, you know, with siblings in particular, but had the pleasure of graduating from Marquette. Okay. As you also attended. Okay. I mean, be Absolutely. the difference. We are the difference in any room we sit in. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> it's important to uh, point that out to me because Marquette University followed Marquette High. For me, okay. again, born and raised right here and had the fortunate opportunity to find a love of music very early on. Okay. So creativity, you know, for me has always been a part of just who I've been, uh, even in the work that I've done. A little bit about that work. Started off after graduating from Marquette in radio. Started oh. off in radio too. Let's, let's hear your radio voice real quick and just give us a quick introduction. This is Deshae Adrian. <laughs> No. A fruit, a fruit. See, I was on the sales side, so <laughs> didn't have to give much of that radio voice, except on a commercial here and there. But having that opportunity was really about learning the music industry. Okay, I wanted to learn the music industry because it's something I've always just had an interest in hip hop, conscious hip hop, performing, and learned through real estate that you can earn some money. Mm. So I got into real estate because I needed money for studio time. See. I love it. You got to have a plan. You got to have a strategy. If you're going to make the hustle work, I love it. In order to make it work, you know, you really have to understand that there's things you have to do while you have to do it to earn your living. But you should not lose either that hobby or that passion. And for me, it's been more of a passion. So as I got into real estate, uh, continued to do my hip hop, you know, quietly, but transitioned quickly into an executive role. First, Uh, working as the Bronzeville project manager for the city of Milwaukee, was hired there in about 2007. Okay. It was the a new position. At the time, people didn't know much about Bronzeville in 2007. Mm-hmm. And those who did know saw it as a city initiative as opposed to a community-led initiative. So I had the fortunate opportunity to begin my career in public service as the Bronzeville project manager trying to recruit projects working on streetscape projects, working on building improvements, uh, just really in that economic development space. 
you know, a lot of community meetings to find out what people wanted, working with folks like Dasha Kelly early on and Janine Edwards, people who have, you know, just made their mark on the city, on the state. And then later on, about a couple of years or a year after I was in, Alderman Malele Cox was elected. And when that opportunity came to work with her, we saw Brownsville take a different form. So as a project manager, I got a chance to give her some updates on what things were. And again, we talk about Brownsville week, 11 years running. Mm -hmm. I was a part of some of those very early conversations, actually a lot of those very early conversations regarding Brownsville week uh, with all the woman Cox and the friends of Brownsville from there working again to build, you know, the Brownsville that, we saw as the NC is the 21st century Bronzeville, the tourist destination that the tax increment district plan and the city's plan and the community plan in general uh, call for. And so today, you know, we see Bronzeville is very uh, accepted by the community. That is one thing that I know wasn't the case a while ago. We see a lot more businesses in the neighborhood. Why? Because it has been a lot more support around building the Bronzeville brand. But as I transitioned from my city role as the Brownsville project manager and working on different, you know, tax increment districts and commercial property grants and a lot of initiatives with different older persons over that nearly nine year period working at the city, I saw an opportunity to take what I learned about development citywide and focus it in one neighborhood that just so happened to have touched Brownsville also. And that's the historic King Drive neighborhood, historic King Drive bid. Let me ask you about that. Um because you talked about the intentionality of this group coming together and being very intentional to say city resources, but this is a community led project. The community Absolutely. will speak about what they want to see here. The community will speak about what they don't want here. How important is it to have voices from I'll, I'll just call it and keep it real at every level. So you have somebody at the city that is really pushing to say, we want to make this an intentional place where mm -hmm. we put funds and put people. What is that really like to go from that collaborative to seeing it happen in real life? You know, it's eye opening. It is a process. It's not something that just happens. It takes champions at all levels, as you pointed out. It takes champions at the city. It takes champions in the private sector, in the philanthropic sector, in the business sector, and residents, more importantly. It takes everybody to be having a hands-on approach. And one of the things I learned when I became the executive director of the Historic King Drive bid was that a boots on the ground was needed for Bronzeville to really take hold. And it needed to be an organization outside of the city that was taking an active role in bringing people together. And I saw, as I reflect today, on what that uh, process was like. It took, again, philanthropy, city, business, uh, residents, all stakeholders, developers also, to say, I'm interested in that neighborhood. And I feel that it's a viable opportunity, particularly if you think about development. People can develop anywhere. Mm -hmm. You can be a mm -hmm. local developer, but you can be developing in Atlanta. In, or internationally, for that matter. Right? Absolutely. Okay. And to be right here and to see people from here developing projects here in Bronzeville, here on Dr. Martin Luther King Drive, like that is one of the most rewarding things. It lets me know that the work from 2007 up to today, which is about 15 years of, of my life, to see that process 
unfold and to see how the collaborations and you see things like the Thrive on King project yes. to have the actual yes. Dr. King name yes. in the project yes. is so huge. Yes. Uh, you see, you know, small businesses like Pepper Pot, you know, yes. open a second location. And now it's kind of one of his primary locations right on King Drive. You see the entrepreneurship changing. You see folks like Rise and Grind. Mm -hmm. um, they improve their space and they're going to reopen again to start small and to grow. Uh, and you also see, most importantly, a lot of the artist engagement in all spaces. Right. Not just the visual artists and the music artists, you know, but theater. You, you're seeing more people just align around Bronzeville uh, in a way that I hoped would happen. And I worked to see happen and I know many many other people did the same yeah. but to have had that role uh, in 2007 and to look back and say we have development or have a hundred million dollar development that Crazy. is underway uh, right now well, say that number again just so we hundred million dollar single one single hundred million dollar development and to know we have other projects like the Bronzeville Center for the Arts yes which we yes. you know estimate is going to be a in totality, more than $50 million investment in the neighborhood. You see Doman. Yeah. Uh, you see those existing businesses that were always there, like Crown Hardware and Fine yes. Brothers stand in the neighborhood. Yes. Dr. Hamilton, you know, Dennis Office. You see all of this happening. And, you know, to, to really kind of highlight how people came together, it took like an organization like the Business Improvement District uh, and the role that it plays in being a connector. Right. For yeah. bringing the businesses, the entrepreneurs, the developers, the city all to a conversation. We talk about streetscaping, you know, planning around now. You talk about the, the strategic planning effort that the bid is underway with right now. And then, you know, you also look at, again, those developers. Uh, I am now the vice president of a mem group. I've been the vice president of a mem group for a year now. OK, uh, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> You know, and, and again, boots on the ground from the bid or from the city first to the bid. And now in, in the development space, working with a really good brother of mine, Michael and Mim, seeing people who care from the community. Michael, for, for example, we talk about development up and down King Drive, the MLK library and the support that came from the city, you know, the state, you know, just the, the county the and it'll impact the, the region, really. So when you when you look at um, and you said something early on in taking the role, you said you wanted this to be the best King Drive in the nation, not amongst some of the best, not maybe leading in the Midwest. You said you wanted Milwaukee, Wisconsin to house the best King Drive in the nation. That was important. I, I think you did. All right. I that, mean, that was important. <laughs> so from from. 2007 to now, you're looking at millions of dollars of economic uh, development impact. You talked about philanthropy. You've got people that I might venture to say, because we're having real conversations, right? I might venture to say they would have never selected some of these areas to be in. Some of the leading chargers now on King Drive. And we can kind of give that shout out to you. Would, would you be so bold to say that? that I, I will accept that. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, um, I think God put something on my heart and it wasn't just I was looking to see Bronzeville grow as a creative myself. I really wanted to see Bronzeville grow Yeah, as a yeah. person who understood the importance of art 
mm-hmm. bringing Brownsville back to life. And if we talk about Brownsville of old, mm-hmm. you know, in the 60s where we had this vibrant area of entrepreneurship and entertainment, we had all of these folks coming in town. We are having that happen again. Yes. You know, and the best king drive in the nation was a thought of mine in 2016. So that was six years ago See? that I started at the bid and really felt like, how can we make sure that people respect Dr. Martin Luther King name mm-hmm. and really provide mm-hmm. a a street, you know, a street that really encompass what his vision would be, which is diversity, which is entrepreneurship, yeah. which is collaboration and bringing people together. And as I look at other King Drive throughout the nation, I did a thesis uh, for my master's degree UW Stout, my other alma mater now. Um, I, I mean, we'll at, give it up for UW Stout too. I mean. You know, given <laughs> given the thought of Cincinnati, DC, Chicago, St. Louis, and here in Milwaukee, I looked at all of these King Drives. Whether it's a Boulevard, a King Drive, and there were some things that were consistent. And we think about all of the King Drives and the joke Chris Rock gave years right. ago. <laughs> you know, about it being blight and disinvestment. Mm-hmm. My hope mm-hmm. was, how can we? have a King Drive that our King Drive will stand alone and other people will look at us as a a model. Here is the toolkit. Mm. Milwaukee has the toolkit to take another King Drive to the next level that might have this stigma of being blighted and, and disinvestment. Right now, as you think about our King Drive, we had a tale of several King Drives. Right. We added okay. another one with the expansion, which I think is also a part Huge. of the work that happened Huge. along the way for people to feel comfortable right. changing the name of Old World Third Street to Dr. Martin Luther King Drive. So we had the tale of three King Drives. And that was McKinley to North Avenue. Okay. And that was the part of King Drive people were comfortable mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. I don't want to <laughs> quotation it, but people were comfortable in that part of King Drive. Right. Right. From North Avenue to Locust, it was another thought of man, what's happening with this King Drive, right? Right. Then right. from Locust going to Capitol, that was another part of mm-hmm. King Drive. Mm-hmm. And the intentionality around focusing on different nodes mm-hmm. and trying to provide some consistency, one consistency was just keep the area clean. That's a consistency Something that needs to so happen. so very simple, just a clean area. Like clean who doesn't safe. want that? Who doesn't want that? Everybody deserves that, Yes. right? Yes. This our Dr. Martin Luther King was the place of commerce years ago. Yes. You know, our Bronzeville was that same place of commerce. So the thought is, how can we bring some of that back? We have to make it safe. We have to make it clean as a basic. From there, all the collaborations and stakeholder engagement was another part of that puzzle. Another part of that puzzle was the real estate development side. When you see the pop-ups, the list partnerships, mm-hmm. bringing small businesses to the table, entrepreneurship is a part of that puzzle. So as I looked at our King Drive in our Bronzeville, you know, you have America's Black Holocaust. We had to bring some of those staples back. Yes. The, you know, the landmarks, those anchors. They're really anchors. The, you know, yeah. the, the Greater Milwaukee Urban League, the yes. America's Black Holocaust, you know, the, again, those developments that came from these ideas of the charrettes that were mm-hmm. taking place. You see all of these different roles and different people, stakeholders, the, the city involvement and yeah. in, Making this a place that is not only understood as we want this to be vibrant, but it becomes vibrant by the nature of us being there and supporting these businesses. So when you see these things start to happen, for me, I was infused. You know, I I was infused with with more energy to say, keep going, keep going. Let's see how we can push the envelope. 
you know, and also you got to try different things because mm-hmm. you don't really know what's going to work. Think Absolutely. about Bronzeville week. We're 11 years running. 11 years running. Like shout out to that just for the longevity. Shout and shout out, out to you because <laughs> you helped create the brand yeah. for yeah. Bronzeville week year after year by providing yeah. the imaging. Yeah. Yeah. So people now know Bronzeville in part because Hello. of. Hello. Because, because of, of Zali Media Group. <laughs> but I will, I will tell you this, and I want to touch just a little bit on the entrepreneurship piece and the entertainment piece. It seems that those are really culturally ingrained. Like, you know, I do work with a ton of other bids in the city. And, you know, we can look to, to different areas, different metropolitans, if you will. But Bronzeville and the historic King Drive has a beautiful mix of entrepreneurship and entertainment. And I think now that we're in this space where people who are entrepreneurs are creating content, are they need a small space, they need a big space. They're looking to to really um, branch out. King Drive has positioned itself to be the home base for that. So I say again, kudos to you for having that vision. Thank you. But not only that, putting dollars behind it, because, you know, as we talk entrepreneurship, you can have great ideas, you can be a visionary, but you figured out a way to make the city's tax base and the city's uh, resources to be able to put that behind. And I sometimes now when I drive down, you cannot find a vacancy. So even if I wanted to create a second location on King Drive, I wouldn't be able. I mean, you can't. We'll, we'll make ways for you. I just want to point on that when you say vacancy. You know, I had a thought that I called zero vacancy, mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. vacant land, no vacant buildings. All right. So as I thought about the best King Drive of the nation, part of that part of that strategy and part of that toolkit uh, was establishing a understanding that we want no vacant land, no vacant buildings. So you see development sites that are now un- in process on King Drive. And you also see developments that have happened. You see vacancies, as you pointed out, that are now occupied buildings that were weren't occupied for years. years. We have G's Clippers in a former bank. Yes, you know, yes. sixty five hundred square feet. Yes, that bank yes. was underutilized. Yes, he moved across the street, and now what do we have in his place? We have Pepper Pot Catering. So, and and let me let me jump on that because you mentioned that quite a few businesses have now opened their second location on King Drive mm-hmm. or um, looking to expand from their first location on King Drive. Um, what is what do you want to say to entrepreneurs that may be at that space now where they're like, oh, I'm, I'm ready to expand? What do you think the secret sauce to King Drive is, and why businesses need to be there? I'm gonna go back to old real estate adage. Location, location, (laughs) location. I have to say that because when you are announced in New York Times as one of the places to visit, Bronzeville, King Drive, that part, that tells you as people have read that and people locally have decided to locate there, that there is something special happening there. And when you see something special happening somewhere, you have to at least pay attention. You may not be one of the early adopters as we go back to some of our marketing terms, (laughs) those early adopters, those people who get it early and decide Mm -hmm. to come there. And there there will be those who come later, which which is absolutely fine. If you're an entrepreneur out there and you're thinking about locating on King Drive, I would say contact Historic King Drive bid. Boom. And I would say that because they are the organization that has the pulse on what's available. 
Again, okay. we had this tale. And I say had because it's past tense to me. Okay. Where we're going in the future, because I think that's a, probably something you, we may talk about. Where are we going? Yeah. And yeah. where we're going is continuing the work of establishing the best king driving the nation with the philosophy of zero vacancy, with no vacant buildings, no vacant land. You see development. The MLK Library and MEM Group is partnering with General Capital to build Huge. 93 units there. Huge. Again, bringing more quality housing for mm-hmm. residents to move into the area, more eyes on the street can create opportunities for more entrepreneurs to be successful because people will be there and you should be there as a business owner. If you have a product or service that's in need, there are some things that are still needed. Okay. You know, I think about, you know, eyeglass store. All right. So I think about some of the, I know, even though I'm not there, I still right. think about what's missing okay. uh, from King drive that can make it uh, still a vibrant entrepreneurial area, but also provide more services to those who are there either working around the area or wanting to come in the area. The other piece that I would add to me that's really important is getting the streetcar to King Drive. Okay. I have to uh, just throw that in. Going to put that out there for all of our legislators and council persons. Uh, We need the streetcar to come on through the Bronzeville district. We have to have it, you know, and the city needs to have it. We've had so many uh, segregation issues Mm -hmm. and these statistics for all these bad things in Milwaukee. We now have our Dr. Martin Luther King Drive starting on Wisconsin Avenue and going to Capitol Drive. So when you think about the mix of the businesses that are there and you think about people who are currently riding the streetcar or people who are coming for conferences and they want to ride the streetcar, they're experiencing new things and they're open to new things. So one of those new things is getting them to Bronzeville Mm. because if they can come and support the businesses that are there, they also will feel very safe because that vehicle is there for, to get them back downtown. <laughs> and if really, we, it's an extension. So when we when we plot out a map, right, it, Bronzeville is an extension of downtown. So there should be no um, yep. line of demarcation. And, you know, we can't go over there. We can't go. Let me let me wrap with asking you this question. What are you most proud of in the Bronzeville Entertainment District? I'm most proud that. The arts is coming there more now than it had been in the past. The disconnect was getting the artist involvement. And when you see Bronzeville Week, we got an art walk coming up this week. And every year we've done that with the Bronzeville Cultural and Arts Festival itself. You see a gospel stage and you see a youth stage and then you see a main stage that has R&B, some of the best R&B you see some of the poets, you know, Mario, the poet, yes. you know, Milwaukee's yes. po- poet laureate. And you see some of the hip hop artists that were there. You know, I've had the fortunate opportunity to perform. And again, people need to see that you can still work full time and you can have your talent that you do because that's still giving you energy and giving you life. So one of the things to me that is really a standout moment is to see how this is all come together and people are supporting Bronzeville at all levels. We at talk about the Milwaukee levels. Bucks, the world champion yeah. Milwaukee yes. Bucks yes. supporting Bronzeville. You see the entrepreneurs that are now in Bronzeville and you see these developments and most importantly, the residents, yeah. the residents, those who live in the area that wanted something to happen. They are seeing it happen. Then we have those developers and the lenders that are saying that's a place that we should put funding. The importance of that is because when we talk about blight and disinvestment, the opposite of that is investment removal of blight. And we are removing blight. 
We're opening buildings. We're out opening opportunities for people to engage this whole week during Bronzeville week to come and experience what's there. And that is something that it took time to build. It took time to get families to understand it. I mentioned the streetcar. I take my family on the streetcar. People are now taking an opportunity to bring their family to events at Bronzeville Week. Yes. All week. Yes. You know, uh, whether it's America Black Holocaust and a conversation or yoga or the festival or the art walk, you know, or some of the brunch in Bronzeville's, all of these things that tie Bronzeville name into it. Yeah. And it's connected to what street? Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Drive. The best. The best in the nation. drive in the nation. I love it. Deshay, I thank you. I'm excited for the future, but I'm also really grateful for what you have done on King Drive and, and putting that seed out to make sure that entrepreneurs knew that they have a place. But like anywhere else, we know that there's like the, the, the friction of getting something done in a major metropolitan city. So for all of, of the burden that that might have caused, I hope you can see the bloom that is created from that. So shouts out to you and your team. Thank and you. just keep elevating, keep lifting. I would just say, Emily, thank you for that. People have to care. Yeah, People have to care enough to put a little time into it. Yeah. And I feel like the time I've put in has been worth every minute, every second, whether it was the unrest that caused us to be out you know, in the middle of the night sometimes yeah. and, you know, supporting those property owners that were out there, too. Yeah. Um, you know, those are the things that it takes. It takes some sacrifice on a lot of people's part, not just time, but sacrifice of some of your coin, some of your yeah. dollars to support these businesses so, so that they know that you appreciate them. You know, and I think that that's one of the things that I've seen more now than ever. I've seen, you know, partnerships like Visit Milwaukee. Yes. Highlighting, yes. you know, Bronzeville and highlighting our King Drive. Like those are things that have to continue. New partnerships that we're not even thinking of now have to be developed. Again, we have to bring everybody to the table because more champions can only make this continue to bloom, as you said, like a flower would. I absolutely love it. So make sure that no matter what you do, when you see the Bronzeville week schedule come out, you always, always, always add two events to your personal and professional calendars. You got to add Bronzeville Cultural and Arts Festival. Yes. It's usually the first Sunday out of uh, Bronzeville week. And then to close it out is always the art walk. So if you're curious, if you've been in the area for years, it's a perfect time to come out. Grab a schedule, see where the stops are along the art walk and just take in the culture. As we like to say, feel the culture of Bronzeville and the, the culture of Bronzeville week. So make sure you add the art walk to your schedule. Check out Milwaukee.gov slash Bronzeville as well. There is a tour that was done a while ago, video tour that I had the pleasure of doing. I, t I invite you to check that out. You can get some of the history there. The connections between how your park and as a neighborhood in Bronzeville, as a cultural destination, I want to be clear, Bronzeville is a destination. People think it's a neighborhood. Harambe is a neighborhood. Brewers Hill is a neighborhood. Haymarket Square is a neighborhood. Bronzeville is a tourist and cultural destination. I want to I want to see those. that on a shirt. Bronzeville is a destination. Now, before we get out of here, I got like 30 seconds. You talked about the main stage. We did get a chance to record the main stage, you dropping some hot fire. Do we get a Cream City Culture podcast exclusive for just a few bars from Deshae? I would say, uh, gave me a beat, huh? All right.
We going Bronzeville. We going live. Yeah. This is the week, August 6th. Yeah. To the 13th. Yeah. This is Bronzeville live. I'm sitting here with Ebony. Yeah. We gonna ride. Like in the beat, whatever you miss, you gotta catch it today or tomorrow. Cause this is the 11th year. We gonna have fun. Get plenty of cheers. It's still more to go. It's only Tuesday. Plus, plus, plus four. I think that's how many days is left. Yes, every day I'm going to do my best to represent Bronzeville, all the woman cops. King Drive did. Yeah, it don't feel odd. I thank hey. God. Yeah, hey. uh, having fun with a head nod. Hey. I hope you're with me. It's Bronzeville week. I'm going to say it simply. Yeah, what is this podcast town? Yeah, going down. Hey. Out. Appreciate you, sir. Appreciate you. Make sure you stay locked in to Cream City Culture exclusives from the Cream City. Thank you for listening to this episode of Cream City Culture. Stay in the loop on all things Cream City Culture by following us on Instagram. Find info from our episodes in the show notes. Support Cream City Culture, the podcast, by subscribing or dropping a note at hello at creamcityculture.com. This podcast is for the culture the cream city culture. Mm-hmm.